Hi, Andrew. Keith, we're back. I'm back. Episode uh, 112, I think. No, not quite. We're up to episode 9. Oh, 9. Okay. Uh, yeah. Whew. Troubled week in the uh, appliance selling sector. There's been some news. The famous wow sight and sound. Famous? Well, famous in Queensland. There's plenty of stores in Queensland. There's only a few in the rest of the state. They have. They got one store in Victoria, or had, or do have, or still have. Yeah, in one in Shepparton. Shepparton. Ah, they apparently did a nice line in uh, tin fruit in the Shepparton store. Other than um, no-name brand tallies and crappy ass service. Mind you, never really had a problem with wow. Local stores, all right. No, I thought they were pretty good. Um, um, Mr. JB would be happy, I reckon. Mm, He'd have to be... got to relieve the strain a bit. Uh, but... But don't worry, there'll be some other twit to step up to the plate and fill their... Replace them. ...shoes. Yep. With a corral of flashing lights and annoying teeny bopper music. And DVDs after DVDs. Special bins. Yeah, yeah. It was a... It was like all those stores. The only thing that you wanted was the thing that they were just out of. And I went there about three, four times in recent history and because uh, it's a bit of a drive from where I am. It's about 12 minutes away. And um, you yeah, never quite had what I wanted. In, anyhow. Mm. I bought a few things off them, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> another general just store. A, just another store. And just another store is not good enough. Um, uh, the DAC reviews, we've done it. We've had a good old listen tonight. We have had a good listen, and that's... How was I going to say it? I'm, it'll be my virgin DAC review. First time I've ever bothered mm. to listen to mm. a system through our external DAC. So what's... When you're a virgin DAC listener and you're not a virgin anymore, what have you lost? Your uh, Dick Iman. Please. Diamond. Um, yeah, Dick must Iman. have. Because <laughs> if you're a man and you've been attacked from behind, you lose your behind. So. Really? Okay. I've heard that. I, um, what else have we got? Oh, free CDs. I got a box full of name CDs, speaking of. Yes. Well, we weren't speaking of a name, but uh, Name Audio, famous English hi-fi company, product made in Salisbury. Fine, fine product. Uh, got they got a recording label. We've got free sampler CDs. Anyone who wants one, just send us a fucking email and we'll fucking send you a fucking CD. You're not happy about this, are you? I thought it would be easy to give these things away. But I think it would be, wouldn't you? They must have a reputation for being shit or something because, I mean... Seriously, how hard is it to give... We don't care about your address. We will not record it. We don't want to send you mail-outs. We will not send you wow-sized bloody brochures full of discounted DVD recorders. We're just going to send you a CD and you're going to have a listen to it. We've sent out three. The rest of the reviews are mates. We've got three serious reviews in there. We've given out three CDs and that was weeks ago. I don't know what's going on. Anyhow, you know that's my honesty. Yeah. yeah. But I was reading through iTunes reviews the other day on other podcasts and you think <clears throat> every single one of those, at least we've got some legitimate ones because I reckon every single one. It's a make-believer. Yeah, I mean, even the uh, ABC ones, that guy, that guy oh. that's got this permanent, he's got some kind of disorder with his mouth or something, it's always hanging Catching open. flies. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a nice enough guy, but nonetheless, a young fool in my book. <laughs> Oh, hang on, he's the one with the paid broadcasting job. Oh, well. But, yeah, got his mouth hanging open, and uh, he's got his mates to review his uh, work podcast. Yes. Yeah, whatever. Um, what were you going to say? I was going to say, yeah, what's the problem? We've got the CDs, they're stacked up here. Well, I've got them here for another reason. That's part of another marketing ploy within my audio fix business. But Yep. But uh, we've got some leftovers, about 30. We've given away three. That makes 27 left. There's 27 left. That rattling noise is the sound of Keith's abacus. And um, what the... All you've got to do is send an email to show at 
com with a hyphen in it. Yep. And uh, give us a mailing address. We'll bang it out to you. We don't care. We did ask off, start off asking for a review. A review. Apparently, asking too much. <laughs> so please make Andrew happy. Send us the email. We'll send you the CD. Bottom line is, um, you know, we've got these CDs and I'll give them away. Now, uh, what was the other thing? Other news? I'm back from Hamilton Island. Oh, how was it? It was very hot. Was it? Very hot, very humid. It was a successful trip, so we got through everything. Good. Got everything going, got off the island. Yeah, it always feels good when you're leaving the job, particularly if it actually works and you feel like you might get paid. Did you get paid? Uh, probably today, I think. <laughs> How is it that they've got the equipment, the work is done, you've transported your backside yep. a thousand kilometres to yep. the job, a thousand kilometres back, Ta- two of you, two of us. paid wages, paid overpriced food and overpriced booze on this overrated island, surrounded by... I worked out... Mangroves and fifteen hundred dollars out of pocket to get there just to get back, there, yeah, there and back and pay for everything. So you got there pretty cheaply, really, because they put you up or something. Oh yeah, I did score there. So yeah, yeah, but accommodation uh, was fantastic. The so, uh, so it was yeah the yeah the accommodation I got was good. Actually, then by my pants, the um the island was. Very quiet. Oh, was it really? They yeah, need, okay. They so need some tourists on the island. Is it? I was going to ask you about a uh, give us a uh, on the spot tourist report. Not good, hey? Oh, I've seen it a lot busier, but um, yeah, it was very quiet. Wrong time of the year. A lot of uh, boat folk are not going there because it's cyclone season. Yeah, that's probably it. There were yeah the um, the marina was pretty empty. Yeah. yeah, it would be. Yeah, all the people I know who. Uh, go up there during the year, make sure they're safely back here to non-cyclone country. Yeah, true. Um, but not a breath of air, too. No, I was going to say, we haven't had a blow this year, though, I don't think so. And no rain? Oh, nothing to speak of, nothing yeah. to worry about. So not like what we've been getting here on no. the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, Sunshine Coast. Yeah, I think, uh, I think you were... A, oh, no, you just got back to get... Uh, no, I missed it. You missed the six inches of rain in 12 minutes or yeah, something? Yeah, 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 it was good. Well, look, moving right along, uh, down to the review. We might take a two-second break, collect our thoughts, yep. and talk about uh, the four Dax versus each other. Yeah, back soon. Bye. And we're back. We should, we should have a better lead-in line than that. We've, we've overused that line. There. Okay, let's do it again. Okay. Let's do a different one. And we're... Speaking of crap like that, there's I watched the uh, ABC News of a morning and they have got the same sort of annoying lead-in lines yeah. like, and now back in Australia, <laughs> or let's go overseas now for a while... It's the same. And like you think, well, lines. What, you know, it's just like, and it's every morning and it's like, it repeats itself every 17 minutes and you're just like, uh, we end up just turning it down. And I don't know if it's just me, but is the most annoying noise in the world a soccer match with the commentator screaming at you? They play the, well, it doesn't matter whether it's English football, although it's particularly bad, of course or of the Australian A-League or whatever, but they play the excerpts from, you know, it's always just the goals, of course. Yes. And if you're trying to, particularly if you're trying to do something else, you've got this annoying, rowdy noise, and you've got like this... Like a roar. Yeah, and you've got this pommy... We're talking about the English football for a second. This a pommy commentator carrying on like a pork chop because it's the only action for the last 40 minutes. And um, I just find it incredibly annoying. It upsets me. Does it? Mm. Okay. Lots of things. It's another happen. sport that you've crossed <laughs> crossed out. I, know, I think it's good sport. I think all sport is great, except the ones I don't like. Okay. Which is all of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think soccer's pretty good. Hey, look, I don't have a problem with sport. The only, if we're going to diverge for a second, the only, yes. uh, I do... Uh, it's a couple of things. 
A couple, only a couple of things. There's a couple of women tennis players that grunt a lot. In oh, a very, in a very, well, they rubbed everyone the wrong way. In this a very year. annoying way. I, I, I can't even. I got to watch that with a sound down. In fact, I don't even watch it because they're not that good to look at any. Yes, that... and then although one of them's pretty flash, but but you know, there's... I wonder if it sounds better live. No, I mean, my mother being... suggests not. Been... She uh, frequents such events. Oh, okay. Finds she finds it um, somewhat. Uh, Tyson. Um, uh, what was the other uh, sport? The, uh, the other sport. Uh, well, I've said the soccer commentating thing. I find to be uh, um, wearing because Daryl Eastlake back in his day, <laughs> good bloke that he was and still is. He's still around. I think just hanging by a thread. Sorry, Daryl. He's not well. Not a well man. I don't think. But he uh, he uh, he was. Uh, I found him annoying. Because he applied football-type excitement to motorsport, and that just annoyed me. Oh, okay. Well, that's that was his job, though. What old Bazza, Barry Sheen, used to um, be a great foil for his ridiculous <laughs> ravings. Barry just go, no, Daryl, that's not right. Uh, it's nothing like that. This is the way it would be. And I, that's not the way Barry would have said it, of course, but he would completely make a dick of <laughs> Daryl Eastlake. Right? And we are talking... Uh, late 80s, early 90s here, so let's move right along. Um, what do you got, Keith? What do you hate sport-wise? Sport-wise? When I say hate, I don't necessarily mean the sport. I just mean some aspect of it that uh, gets on your tits. Oh. No, I, I'd probably just ignore it all. It doesn't worry me. It's not very sort of exciting sort of... No, I just can't... No. Well, what sport is there that, that annoys... Oh, I do know what annoys me. Yeah. Didn't take oh. much effort to think that through. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking cars are going round and round. Because I do like motorsport. We both like motorsport. Oh, yeah, but I don't watch but, it much. But... Oh, no, I can't handle NASCAR. It's... Is it the lower end of the evolutionary scale as far oh. as... Uh, yeah. I would I would prefer to watch drag racing. Wow! Than NASCAR. Jeez, that's a yes. that's a that's saying something. Although I have to say, I mean, I got no interest in drag racing whatsoever. But um, any of the even the anything that goes under ten seconds is pretty generally pretty exciting viewing. True, but uh, I don't know. It doesn't. I think it's, this is not relevant to anything to do with hi-fi, but I think the skill involved with braking, cornering and re-accelerating in such a manner as to go around a circuit as fast as possible just pushes my buttons a bit more effectively than uh, NASCAR yes, or uh, drag racing. Although NASCAR, of course, uh, is, is, as Ambrose has found out, Marcos, oh, yeah, yeah. has, has its over. own set of uh, skills that are, in fact, bloody hard to learn. And uh, oh, look, I'd probably have to say it's probably hard. It's probably more exciting doing there's it. There's a knack to it, obviously, because yeah. he hasn't managed to quite pull it off. Yeah. I and mean, he makes a mockery of them on the road circuits. He just cleans up. Ooh. Why has one of us got a phone on? I don't know. The phone just ding, ding. Anyhow, um, I think that was... Well, mine doesn't make that noise, so I'll assume it's yours. Um, but... Uh, not yours? Doesn't matter. Um, oh, wifey. She's uh, oh, actually, tracked could, you down. No, no, we've probably got an email from a listener who wants a CD. That's what oh, my that God, is be. that what it is? That's what it is. If we could afford a computer, we would have received it on a computer, but we get our emails on phones because we're too poor. Oh, and no, it's just the... <laughs> just the what? <laughs> the Twitter. Twitter's gone off. Twitter's gone off? Yes. Oh, we've got a new follower. Oh, yeah, it's from Hi-Fi Pig. It says, nice site. Oh, thank you, Hi-Fi Pig. That's good of you. God, the show's live all <laughs> of a sudden. It's got live input. <laughs> Hi-Fi Pig. Yeah. Oh, Hi-Fi Pig's the guy in Brittany in, yeah, France. in France. Jesus Christ, this is... We get around, eh? Well, let's, let's read it, what he actually has to say. Oh, he's a he's a nice lad. Nice yep. site. Let me know if you're interested in reciprocal links, or if you'd like to have your podcast uploaded to HiFiPig dot com. Wow, 
we've hit the big time. We're moving into the French European type situation now. We, uh, yeah, I can see it now. I love Wi-Fi Pig. Pretty soon we'll be having to make a, a trip over there and spend some time on the uh, Brittany coast and uh, looking over at um, Dover or whatever. You can't see so, from there, but you could if you could see over the water. Um, so, I mean, if you could see over the horizon, I think I meant to say. Wouldn't be Dover anyhow. It'd be oh, actually, maybe it is. I don't really know, but it's it's on the it's almost on the Channel coast, south of it anyhow. So okay. now that we've um, spoken about <laughs> European geography for a second, I think there was a DAC review that we were going. Yeah, we to better do get on. into our DAC review. What we review? Review. We had the Cambridge um, DAC Magic, the Cambridge DAC Magic Plus. Mm-hmm. The Riga, Riga, because it's got no model. It's just a DAC, Riga DAC. Riga DAC. And then you decided to throw in the, the name, mm. as in N-A-I-M, name DAC. As in, yeah, the Salisbury Name Audio Company. It's an unfortunate brand name for a name, brand, name. Quite often um, out the front of the store, but people say, well, what do you think is good? I say, oh, I quite like name. I like name as a brand is a good brand, name. Name and they just—I'm sure they don't know what this. What you? I, what I'm getting at is name gets confused with aim, which I realise is what you were driving at, and this is what happens. And I think a lot oh. of people go, "He just reckons any name brand is good." Yes, or something well, like that. What is it? Because I've had a few people say, "Well, what isn't? What is a good name brand?" Name <laughs> is a good name brand. It's a bit like the old Nicky Louder joke. I mm. do, I should know that too. I don't. I can't remember. But it involves saying things louder. I think if you oh, watched Hey Hey it's Saturday in nineteen twelve. Oh yes, uh, yes. Well, I'm going to have to say, how long have I known you for now? It's only like th- oh, three, eight, eight, nine weeks. Yeah, three years. Something like that. I didn't know what name was. A lot of people don't. So, um, but I do now. The, the weird thing was, or is, that. Um, I never had a lot to do with name as a kid, but I did salivate a lot over the product and the concept. It was the best. A Lynn name system was something to get excited about. Well, I've had a Lynn. Yeah. Well, Lynn and name were, you know, mates in the the 70s and 80s. I I do like, um, I had another look at the the name label site Mm. where that test CD's came from sample CD sample CD mm. they got some groovy shirts t-shirts have they up. yeah what's in a name yeah they they used to do all of that they used to do a calendar and I've still got it somewhere like and they put it inside a hi-fi magazine and um it uh it was that all sorts of joke lines like that you know and um it's good stuff I mean it was it, uh, they look they were themselves and Lynn probably deserved all of the success that they achieved back in the day. Quality product, good smart marketing, great sound. Sound of a particular type, admittedly, not everyone's cup of tea, but in the in the day, name amps and Lynn turntables were bloody miles ahead of the opposition in many ways. And uh, I've got an old name preamp out the front there that I've plugged in occasionally to listen to, uh, mm-hmm. usually testing some equipment or something. It sounds fantastic. It's 25 years old. So let's get back to how fantastic these DACs were. Well, through. Like, well, so we we actually listened to the two that were perhaps in previous episodes we have talked about the most. The new Cambridge, which is the DAC Magic Plus. Yes. Versus the Riga DAC. Yes. And there is a difference. They do sound different. They do. And I didn't think I would be able to hear the difference, but there is a... I would say there was a... If we were to rate it into some sort of scale, mm. you know, and I'm not saying that the Cambridge was bad sound. Well, when, yeah, let's just clarify something. When we say there's a difference, we mean there's a difference, but sometimes there's a difference that's an improvement. Yes. So we should always clarify. It sounded different, and as far as I'm concerned, that was a more enjoyable sound, or it was just different. Uh, yeah, yeah, true. Because you can have and this quite often tends to happen at similar price points, admittedly, you'll have two different sounding products 
but one may be better in the context of one system than one may be con better in the context of another complete system simply because its characteristics yes. aid the balance of that oh, Which I was going to suggest that you know, in certain systems maybe that the DACs would sound different to each other again. But in our test system here... Oh, OK, the, I should describe the test system. Yeah, we should go run through it. Yeah, well, we, we, we speaker-wise, we pulled out all stops. We used the Spender ST, which is the top-of-the-range Spender loudspeaker, and by far their most revealing loudspeaker, and we used it simply because it is the most revealing loudspeaker that we've got lying around. Um, it's, it, it really shows off what you're listening to. So rather than having any real character of its own, it's very much a monitoring speaker in the ilk of uh, an 800 series B&W or, you know, an expensive, um, you know, uh, PMC or uh, Dyn Audio, etc. It's a, you know, or a Wilson Audio for that matter, very revealing uh, speaker and, you know, frankly, not my favourite speaker. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, it, mainly in this room. It does not like this room. There are many other Spender loudspeakers that I prefer to listen to in this room, including its similarly priced complete opposite, the SP100, which is a 12-inch three-way. The ST is a twin seven-inch two-and-a-half-way. But well, a good speaker for a reference super, super accurate, super revealing, perfect speaker for the job. Amps-wise, name pre-power, the uh, XS uh, series. Um, mid-price stuff, you know, four and a half grand for the pair. And CD player wise, we thought we'd use something pretty basic. Um, Cambridge 650C, which is a $799 CD player and, you know, a pretty good CD player, actually. Interestingly, it played everything. One disc I put in was horribly scratched and it didn't miss a beat. Uh, yes, the rest were in good order, though, just so everyone doesn't think we're completely inept. Um, uh, and we've got it all set up on decent stands. The photos will show that off on the website. We've got um, CD player preamp and the name DAC on a name uh, frame light and the other components on the top shelf of a Quadraspire, which is a you know, good platform. So, you know, both good platforms. We didn't use any $29 coffee tables from um, IKEA. And and we used optical and coaxial We did. We made comparisons there too. But getting back to the Riga versus Cambridge Tech Magic Plus, so what's your sum up? You sort of... Oh, look... You want to check your notes there? Well, or, I mean, yeah, like... Yeah. Well, bottom line is I, being the, the DAC virgin... Mm. I actually like the Riga. Yep. Um, and what did I say? It was... I, I put it down as a smidge harsh, but maybe just a bit brighter, I suppose, more than mm -hmm. harshness. Mm -hmm. And had a smidge more bass or a... The Riga did. The Riga, yeah. A bit more sort of clout or a more bit, depth, yeah. more extension, We'd all, or both. Or a not. bit of both. Oh, yeah, yeah, overall, the base. The rigger is pretty big in the bottom end. So, in all comparisons that we made. Um, so, yeah, in that, I would go the rigger over the Cambridge. You would? Yep. Yep. Bottom line. And I, he, I, even in the context of this test system, which is quite forward sounding, really, it's quite a. It's not a laid back, mellow thing. Sometimes when people hear Spender, they. I think I think old school English over the top mellow. Okay. Yeah, that, that, you would yeah. agree the sound is very vibrant, very dynamic, very oh, yeah. exciting. Yeah, which which I prefer. Yep. yep. Um, but yeah, no, I I would go the Riga. Okay, because you prefer that sort of sound. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, I'm not saying that Cambridge is no good. It was still a good sound, um, but it it may suit a different system. Absolutely. I think yeah. that's a super valid point. Yep. If you had a system, which really this is, 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 is an example of a system that's frankly in this room is, to my taste, a little bit too in your face. Um, okay, yeah. Very slightly. Like, I, I don't know. I still think these STs are running in. Okay. Because they've only done 2,000 hours, <laughs> and I think, you know... Due for really an oil got, change? Well, you know, and I was thinking of tweaking the valve clearances a bit. But um, the... No, they've done 
they've done a fair bit. They've done a couple of hundred hours or so. Consensus is 300 hours. I don't know. You know, look, it doesn't matter. We compared them all on the same day, literally an hour or two ago. And yeah, look, I'd take the Riga as well. The Riga, t- to my ear, before I listened to any of these together, my t- my gut feel was the old Cambridge was always a bit stodgy sounding. Yeah. Um, the new one hadn't listened to it till today. Didn't really know. Um, the Riga listened to a lot by itself and thought it was surprisingly good match to the Though name. There was one issue with the Riga that we didn't mm-hmm. like. Uh, input switching. Input switching is very... Um, Harsh. <laughs> yeah, there's a DC <laughs> splat between between inputs. Yes, which is not nice on your system. You really want to turn your volume down before you change inputs. And I'm guessing that that is because there is no muting or what have you or relay like a soft, switching in soft the start in yeah, there. They've, they've made a design decision to get the signal just fed straight through with nothing in the way. And, of course, Name do the same thing with their amplifiers. There's no output relays, you know, speaker relays. Hence, when you turn a Name power amp on, it goes kaboom through your speakers. Not in any terribly horrible kind of way, but, you know, there is no polite speaker relay getting in the way okay which in turn will almost certainly hinder the sound quality very soon after you install it now so to summarize yeah i mean the rig has got a little bit more clarity and frankly a little bit more excitement factor yeah that'd that'd be a good way of saying it Mm. and the context of our relatively bright system here not a problem though no no so we then sorry there then we did Oh, then you threw the name DAC in. Does yeah, this... and then compared the name to the Riga, didn't we? Yes. And... Ooh. Tight. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a big jump. Well, it's, it's a big jump, but the Riga is in the ballpark with the name, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like the name trounces the Riga. Oh, no. I'm going to grab my notes, which involves standing up for a second. Um, because I took quite a lot of notes. I, I think, Cause though, it, for an extended period of time, you you probably would really lean towards the name, Dak. Oh, yeah. The name has got a slight effortlessness to it. Yeah, it's not a, not a busy sound coming out of it. No. Or? It's busy in the sense that it's exciting and fast, the same as the Riga is. Yeah. But there's something very musical and relaxing about it, I found. Something... Y- yeah? Well, yeah, about the about the name. About the name, yeah. It was... <sighs> but when I say relaxing, I mean... I've got here comments like plays off a blacker background, which, I mean, I know all the reviews have said on it as well, but can you hear that in the sense that there's sort of like... There's less tiz or fuzz hidden in the background. Things are more clearly defined. defined. Yep. Yeah. And yet, yet though the it's not the sound stage, is it? Hmm. It was a bit tighter in that you could oh, Im- yeah. image everything a lot better. Like center image, like vocals were smack yeah. in the middle. Yeah, yeah. There is that. That's a name thing, I think. And of course, the name things of. Pratt, which is uh, pace, rhythm, and rhythm and timing, it um, definitely had that. I mean, that's a name thing, trait, and is it, it does okay. have that little bit of extra zip. But did you feel, as I did, that the Riga did Riga had more low bass than the name? Ah, uh, yeah, it did. Mm. A bit more fatter bass, mm. so, which, which I, I probably prefer that too. Indeed, um, it, 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 well, particularly on the speaker, which is very tight in the bottom end, very well controlled. That little extra ba- bit of bass richness was not a not a terrible thing to have. No. Um, what else? Have I got but you, you you jump on the Riga just for the bang per dollar, wouldn't you? Bang per dollar, and still made in England, still pretty well screwed together, but not in the league of the name. The name is a masterful thing, you know, as far as the way it's built. Although we've not done a void it on the name yet. No. <laughs> we will. We will? Yeah. yeah. Well, we won't tell anyone. 
So I'm saying now we won't tell anyone. No, shh, don't tell no anyone. No one's listening, but we will void the name just so I can show off the build quality to you. Uh, and then Tim will take some pictures. I think it's been photographed with its lid off in some magazines, though. So yeah, it's I think it's fairly full box, too. I think there's a fair okay. bit in there. Um, look, uh, what have I got here? Oh, God, my handwriting's a beaut. I don't know why I can't read this because I need my... Goggles. I need my goggles, oh, which are right here. Um, so what you so you you don't prefer the Riga, or do you? Because wow, this is going to be an announcement of announcements. Because <laughs> I forgot to tell Keith that the name's slightly more expensive than the Riga. Yeah, I, I know you told me, and I can't remember how much it is. I know it's like thousands, mm-hmm. and the Riga's is it eight hundred, nine hundred? 900. 900. The Riga's probably definitely in my league for value. Mm. Um, but like I said before, I th- I really think if you were sitting down listening to your music hour, two hours, the name would probably win out then. You'd feel less fatigued. Oh, God, yeah. There is something slightly fatiguing about the Riga that's not there relative to the name. I don't know yep. whether, you know, like... The name is a great listen. The name is the better DAC by a, a fair margin. Yes. But we are talking small differences. Yeah, and look, you probably... Like, if they were the same price, you'd never buy the name, would you? Or would you? If they were the same... Oh, no, did I say never buy the name? No, you never buy never the, buy the Riga. Riga. Never buy the Riga. Yeah, you, yeah. You, I mean, I'd have the name any day. Yeah, but there's not a lot in it. There's a little bit of detail. There's a little bit of sense of space. There's a bit of a, there's that cleaner thing, that less fatiguing aspect, which yes. is probably the biggest difference. There's a certain. I always say to clients who are asking about the name, there's a certain rightness to the sound. It is the That's, it is the yeah. benchmark statement product at that price. There's something really right about it. It plays music. The rig is a pretender in one way. It's got all the boom and the tiss and the yeah. tightness and the. But it just doesn't do the effortlessness of the name. That's a good word, effortless. It's sort of, it's it's just right, isn't it? It is, but it's forty five hundred dollars. Forty five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So moving right along. We... Oh, the Cambridge. Unless you've got something more to say. No, no, we, we did the just the comparison between the new and the old Cambridge. Mm, which was interesting. Yeah, the new one is is slightly improved. They're very similar character, though, aren't they? Yeah, they not a huge difference, but there is improvements there. Um, yeah, you'd... Tonally, they were pretty well the same. Yeah. Um a, sm- a smidge quicker with the new one and a smidge more detailed, a yeah. smidge more air. Yeah, that's... Smidges here, smidges there, but very similar sound, unsurprisingly. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm guessing the analogue stage might be the same... Brought, brought different DA converter chip, I presume. I've yeah. never read the bloody spec. What does it matter? If it doesn't sound any different, it, it, what, who cares about the spec? Because we've got an interesting thing to talk about in a minute once we've finished talking about the different DACs because we're going to talk about blind testing. Oh, okay. And we're going to talk about Toslink versus coaxial. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't... I, I'd be pretty happy with the old Cambridge yep. in some systems. Yep. I actually made a note here that suggested that I thought the old one might have had a smidge more weight in the base. When did I say that? Uh, I did make a comment here as well that in a blind test, there's no way I would tell the difference between those two. Yeah, yeah, true. One thing I would say, though, if you have a a system or a rig, whatever, your, your, your listening room, you'd put the rigger in there. But if you had a studio and you had a lot of computer music and stuff... You'd probably use the Cambridge. It'd probably suit you more. Because? Just so you can tweak stuff and muck around with stuff. And Whereas the rig, you just put it in and use it. But what are you going to... Well, the rig has got the tweaking filters, which we should... Oh, we, we need to clarify that in both the case of all of the Cambridge and the rigs, 
everything was set to the first filter first setting. filter yep. yeah I flicked through the Riga filter settings at one point and I couldn't hear squat difference but I I'm guessing there is but I was just sitting at the system and doing it because there's no okay. remote that allows me to do it from the seat but but yeah getting back to your comment so what you're saying is I, I'm I'm saying like if you've got a system well this is my opinion that if you've got a system or a listening room where you sit down and listen to your music um, the rig is a better machine for that mm. um, not only because of the sounds better but you know it's set it forget it whereas the I'm thinking the Cambridge they've sort of set it up or designed it mm. for someone who might have a little mixing studio or computer well, yeah, and stuff in and they, one sense yeah because it's got it's got AES bloody digital outs yes a digital in I should say and it's got balanced outs yeah in that sense I agree and it's got the volume control on it it's, it's got, yeah and you can yeah you can sort of it's got the bluetooth adapter and that sort of thing so and I should mention also since this is a review generally that when you boot up the Cambridge, the new one, the DAT Magic Plus, you need to turn the volume up flat out. Okay. Because the default volume setting is low. Okay. Remember that? Is it an endless volume Yeah, control? it's just a rotary encoder, but it, yeah, it starts off at like about 10 dB down. So you think the system's not on? Quick. Well, it's on low, it's sort of attenuate mode, and then you, you wind the oh, volume Oh, that's right. Up. Yeah, yeah. Remember one point I was... Between the two Cambridges. I think once you've got it powered up and then use the standby switch, I don't think there's a problem. Problem. But when you first boot the thing, I think you've got to turn it up. Yeah. To flat out, which presumably it sounds better anyhow, although that would depend on how they've gone about achieving that volume control. Uh, Now... And then we went back to comparing to do the round the block. We did the Dat Magic Plus against the Riga again and decided that our original thoughts were, thoughts were correct. Yes. And the only other thing we did was direct from the CD. To... Oh, God, yes. Yes, sorry. Yes, we did compare that. In fact, we did that at the end when we did the... So we had folks, the 650C CD players analog outs into the uh, name preamp via a decent pair of... Um, Interconnections. Uh, yeah, straight wire wraps at ES, uh, about a 0.8 metre pair of um, those. They're about a $250, $300 set of interconnects and a, and a really good, nice pair of interconnects. The I should mention also that the DACs were wired up, in the case of the name, were wired to the name preamp via the standard DIN lead. In the case of the Riga and the Cambridge were wired up using just medium quality interconnects valued at about $50, $80 each. Uh, and similar, you know, we we did. In other words, we used an interconnect that was, you know, in the context of what you'd use in the real world, um, more fifty than eighty dollars, quite frankly. And then the the, uh, but I thought we'd pull out a better lead for the direct from the CD. CD. Okay, I don't know why I did that, but the fact is, you just saved a minimum of five hundred dollars on the DAC, so. You could let your hair down on the interconnect a bit. True. And what did you think of the sound there? Um, it was good. It was fine. Straight, straight from the CD player. It was better than the Cambridge. Yeah, I think it was. And so the Cambridge was better than the Cambridge. Yeah. <laughs> well, if we had a brain, we would have checked to see what DAC spec was in the 650C CD player. But I know it's a pretty good one. Well, that's true. And it sound, the point is, the proof's in the pudding. It, I think it sounded better than the outboard DAC. Yeah. Definitely had a little bit more air, a bit more life. A bit of clarity, sort of. Yeah, there was a bit in it. Uh, but then you switched to the Riga and you just went, oh, yeah. And and, and uh, I don't know how much of it's psychological because we're going to come to that in a second with our blind testing, but the... the uh, it would. It always seemed when you went to the Riga, it was like twisting the focus ring on a lens. You know, it just snapped things into yeah, focus. That's, yes, snapped it into focus, and the music was definitely slightly more dynamic and exciting and interesting. 
And if that's what you're chasing, then the Riga, it is a more interesting sound than the Cambridge. Um, but I preferred the CD out to the DAC and... The Cambridge DAC. Yeah. Now, Toslink versus Coax. What did you hear, Keith? Um, well, if I didn't see you change them, <laughs> I didn't hear anything. I, I couldn't. I couldn't pick anything on that. There's nothing in it. I really. I never thought there was, but we've done it again. I've done it. I've done it. Done it many times over the years. And if there is a difference, it's very subtle. Oh, actually, I actually had a thought about that because we did talk about optical and coaxial connections mm. a few shows back. Mm. And and how a lot of the manufacturers have gone optical mm. on their on particularly on their AV receivers. Yes, I thought I I reckon they would have done that because it's a cheap way of isolating your equipment. Yeah, and get away from ground loops and things like that from your. Well, there's there's probably a ground loop issue at play for sure. Yeah, agreed. So. It's and especially with some of the cheaper stuff, where they don't even earth the equipment. And there is the issue that we talked about in regard to HDMI cables, the dreaded. Did we cover that? We now? should beat that. Did we cover that now? Did we cover that in our intro with the fact there was no metal can in the? Yeah, we did, didn't we? Did we? And the HDMI. Yeah, in the monster. No, we did. We, to, did we touch on that? We haven't finished oh, that. We'll just. Oh, we'll do it. Sum up at the end of the show. The um. We talked about the f- the speed with which a signal gets from Trace. one end of cable to another and, and the fact that I felt that signals travelled perhaps at very slightly less than the speed of light. Yes. Uh, 300 million metres a second. <laughs> it's good speed. Similar speed to my trike. And uh, it, uh, it... Whereas, of course, light... Which we found out from the uh, Joyce Main salesman. Yes. In fact, travels at the speed of light. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> on that basis, surely the optical would sound better. It's basier. <laughs> it's got to sound faster. If nothing else, there's less likelihood of a lip sync issue if in an AV system <laughs> or something. Anyhow, um, so so we, our opinion, mm-hmm. oh, and, and my opinion continues to be what I always thought was: is Toslink versus coax, optical versus cable, whatever you want to call it. Nothing in it. Nothing in it. Nothing to worry about. No, don't stress. Now, something to stress about. Uh oh, blind testing. Oh yeah. <laughs> So we AB'd the DAX to each other, the Cambridge against the Riga, the name against the Riga, yep. and the name against the Cambridge. We did a few blind tests. So, folks, what we did was we listened and we did what any normal reviewer would do. We listened to the product. We knew what was playing. We made notes. We listened. We listened to quite a lot of different music. And just to give you a quick idea, Ricky Lee Jones, Alicia Keys, um... Uh, Alison Strauss, uh, Krauss with um, Robert Plant, Kurt LaRange, uh, Jimmy Webb, Ricky Lee Jones, uh, Donald Fagan on Morph the Cat. So we used all sorts of different age of recordings and quality of recordings, and and uh, you know, you know, good variety. Yeah, good variety. Although you know, distinctly. Um, you know, modern pop, rock, jazz, no uh, no classical works, no techno, no death metal. Damn. Death metal being, of course, my personal favourite form of music that should be taken out and blown up. Um, uh, what have we got? So, oh. So the blind the test. De- yeah, the blind test, yeah. So we would listen initially and uh, and draw some conclusions and then we would challenge each other to guess correctly. I never do brilliantly at this, oh, particularly think, after about three beers. I think I failed. Well, let's talk about positives. I think we 
successfully picked the uh, name versus the Cambridge DAC on every occasion. Yes. The original Cambridge DAC, that is. Now, if we hadn't, at which that point we should close our businesses down <laughs> and go and serve drinks at the local bar because, obviously, if there is no difference between a $4,500 DAC and a $500 DAC, all is lost. Guess what? There is. But what I always find with blind testing is just how at sea you are with... Yes. You know, you are really... In the dark. (laughs) Your your psychological attitude to a product cannot paint any pictures, audible pictures or, you know, lovely, sound-improving pictures in your mind for you. You have to... um, You're just using your ears and you're listening. And we all know what good sound is. You hear it and you go, fuck, that sounds good. But, I mean, that's the thing, too. It's not as if any of the DACs sounded terrible. Oh, no, they didn't sound terrible, no. No, the difference is, let's face it, if you're doing blind tests on speakers and you can't hear the difference, then you've got problems. But when you start comparing cables and DACs and CD players and blind testing them, you know, and even some amplifiers that are similar in character. I mean, obviously, anyone can hear the difference between a tube amp and a transistor amp set up and pick that a mile away because there's obvious character flaws or not flaws differences I should say yes but when you're trying to blind test between well probably the closest thing was the Riga and the name yeah isn't that bizarre that character was in some ways those those decks were closer than say the deck magic plus with the Riga oh definitely yeah definitely don't say that Keith why not because I sell the name it's expensive <laughs> You sell the Riga too? I sell them all, but, you know, I'm going to have to edit that bit out. Um, well, I think the thing with the name, and I don't think this is pulling anyone's leg, is that the look the finer points of the sound of the name are not necessarily going to jump up and smack you on the face. Like you said before, definitely the less fatiguing sound. System. And, and then when you get to higher-end hi-fi, we are talking about smaller differences, bigger dollars, smaller differences. Yeah. Look, but they are, they are polishing the sound a smidge in such a way that you go, well, you know, if that's what you want, that's... You don't get it with the Riga. I mean, the name has a polish to its sound that you don't get with the Riga. But getting back to not knowing what you're listening to and trying to decide what it is you're listening to, and, yeah, tricky. It is, isn't it? It's um. Well, it, it's taking away one of your senses, so you. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Which is that you know for a fact what you're listening to. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not taking away a sense at all. <laughs> it's just it's just allowing you can't you can't in your mind add anything to the sound by way of a glossy brochure or a beautiful beautifully extruded front panel. True. All of a sudden, it is just True. the sound, and. You know, every time I do blind testing, I just, I just go, wow. You know, I hear differences. I would regard that as an improvement to the other sound. And sometimes, probably three times out of ten, it's the less expensive product that I prefer. Yep. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Not all of the time. Majority of the time, it's the better one. It just, it just puts you, as I say, a little bit at sea. But a great exercise. And the people who think that they can hear vast differences in sound quality between different power chords oh, need to do some blind up. testing. Uh-huh. These people need help. Burn. And there'll be people right now going, oh, fuck you, Hutchison, you're a cynic and a wanker. But I'm telling you, I cannot, under any circumstances, hear the difference between power chords in a blind test. Just can't do it. <laughs> And anything you hear is just a fluke. Yes. I'm not going to get distracted by that. So what did you think of the blind testing of the name versus the basic Cambridge DAC, where we set out to prove... Oh, you didn't do that, did you? Oh, I I did the testing, and, yeah, yeah, I was not blinded. I think I got 100%. Yeah, you did all right on that one. Yeah. So... But I think we were about... 50-50 50-50 on the Riga versus the name in blind yeah. testing. So it sort of comes down to the sound that you like as well. So, Well, yeah, but... And that's when we started swapping CDs around to trying different tracks. And 
And speaking of blind testing, I don't think it's the answer anyhow. I mean, I think it's an answer. But for the for those cynics, super cynics, because I'm just a cynic, not a super cynic, they who say there's no difference between amplifiers, all amps sound the same, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, five really good amps that are all transistor amps, all class A, B, all sound. You know, if you pick ones that are, you know, you know similar in tonal character, yeah, there's not much in it. But at longer listening intervals and, you know, like sitting, you know, listening to your CD collection over a period of weeks, you know, if it blows your hair back, then buy it, you know. Mm. I mean, I, I'm i a realist about it, but I still like... I mean, I still, I still have the name back. Oh, well, to, to wrap up a little, I would... Well, this is mine, mm-hmm. my opinion... Um, if I had a proper system at home, which I don't, <laughs> and it was the dollar thing, the Riga would just win automatically. Well, it does. Yeah. The Riga is the winner for tonight. It would be... It's a great sound, great value f- for that. If money wasn't an issue or wasn't a consideration mm. and you wanted the optimal system, you'd just go the name every time. Mm. And, and if you took your listening you know, seriously, and you sat down and did listening instead of just walking around the house. Well, yeah, doing... we assume we've got music lovers who are sitting down and listening to an album yeah. in the sweet spot. Yeah, the name, getting would, off. the name would just be the one. It is the one, but, wow, close, close to the Riga. Mm. In fact, as we've said before, we're repeating ourselves a little bit, but we we almost agree... That the difference between the name and the Riga is almost smaller than the difference between the Riga and the Cambridge Dac Magic Plus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but only in a quick minute here, minute there, listen to 10 songs yes. scenario. That I still, hey, if I was going to give myself a retirement present, it would not be the Riga. Oh, yeah, look, long-term and maximum performance, just the name. And and build quality that just, let's just be honest and use some language, just shits on the Riga. The Riga, as per the photos, eh, typical old-school Pommy engineering, it ain't anything special. Okay. Uh, whereas the name is beautifully screwed together. Um, in fact, the, the Cambridge is better built than the Riga. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yep. The Riga, though, has a couple of nice features that I like, the way it's built, and that is that it's got a steel lid and a steel bottom, which is good for oh, that's right. we a took... few different things. <laughs> we took Mainly to make it seem heavier. <laughs> <laughs> They've got extra heavy, heavier metal somehow. Well, it's just instead of using an aluminium lid, which is... Uh, actually, I think the Cambridge lid is pressed steel, but it's about the thickness of a Hyundai panel, and whereas the... Um, the, uh, the 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 Riga has eighth plate top and bottom, so it's <laughs> armor plated. Yeah, it's virtually so in a like patrol boat. In a home this. invasion, the Riga would win. Could use it for the Riga. If you if you had to damage a burglar, no, I'm thinking of using it as deflecting bullets. Ah, oh, you do well, deflect bullets. Or yeah, yeah. yeah, the Riga Cambridge just goes straight through. Yeah, you could put the Riga in your top pocket and protect yourself in a gunfight. Yep, uh, the name would do that as well although slightly more difficult to fit in your top pocket. Uh, the Cambridge would definitely fit in your top pocket, although, well, in your suit pocket on the inside of your uh, jacket, but only just. We're talking shit now, effectively. But, yeah, look, I still like the Riga a lot. It looks smart. I don't like the Cambridge. Sorry. No, I, I come back to that. I think it loses out in the listening test. Mm. But it would win out if you wanted those extra features that it has. Dead right. So as a sum up, can we say, in a hi-fi system with a budget that's tight, the rig is the winner out yep. of the four DACs. Yes. The Cambridge is the winner in a home studio slash experimenters slash very budget conscious Computer person. music guru. Yeah, but you've still got a USB input on the Riga. The rig is not out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I no. didn't know that. Sorry. 
Yeah, no, no, it's still got USB. It's got two SP divs, two RCA ins, as in coaxes, and, and one USB. So the rig still does the laptop connection thing, but uh, and I've tried it and it works. Um, but the Cambridge just have the headphone socket and the volume control. It, yep. it has greater features for less money. Yes. And it's really well made. Yes. So, so the you Cam- can't the Cam- really... The, Cam- the Cambridge is a winner in every way, except... Nah, I don't sort of like it. <laughs> in sonic performance, it fails. It's not. It's not. Doesn't sound bad, but it's just that smidge mushy and stodgy and ill-defined. And the, the Riga trounces it in the sound. If you're looking for pace, clarity, focus. So your customer was right when he didn't want to bring it back when he bought that one. I've had one. Riga DAC come back from someone who may be listening now and they'll know who they are who said it was too bright in their system so there's a warning because it is like that isn't it Yeah. and that person has an old Cambridge DAC magic as I remember it Okay. which the the Riga trounces but in his system and this is a gentleman that does like a mellow sound so he brought the Riga back and did not upgrade on the other hand I've got clients with Good ears that, and like good sound, that have they've taken the Riga on loan and kept it. In the, some, one of them most recently, in the context of quite a bright system, as in it had a pair of paradigms in it, which we know what that means. Up fillers in, what does that mean? Oh, I'm not saying anything. They're quite a, actually, they sound. Some paradigms sound a lot like this particular spender we're using tonight. They're very, uh, you know. In your face. Yeah, a little in your face. A little, a little, you know, Spender makes some really nice speakers, but the ST ain't one of them. Now, um, <laughs> sorry, Phil. I like A lot it. of Phil's getting upset I like tonight. them. <laughs> Look, I tell you what, just two seconds of trivia, and we'd never do that ever, do we? No, no. Uh, Melbourne Hi-Fi show last year had the STs there. Wow, they sounded amazing in that hotel room with a big name system driving them, the 250 power amp, the 202 Pre and a NDX streamer. Fucking unreal. Just sounded like really high-end hi-fi, exciting listening, you know. Okay. So much better than what we're hearing here tonight. This this room does not like the STs and vice versa. The hotel room was more softly furnished and a much bigger space. You know, it's probably two and a half times the volume of this room. So okay. it just shows you how small this room is, folks. It's a tiny room, but it's... Um, yeah, it's usable. It's usable. Now, um, we'll have a break, because I'm sure we just went for way too long. But we've covered the DAX. So well, well let's have a break in here. Okay. I don't want to go into the computer and find out that it ran out of hard drive <laughs> or something about an hour ago. Well, can't we just... Talk to the sound booth guy and get him... To- oh, the guy in the booth. Yeah. The guy that's got the transport controls <laughs> under his uh, left hand and the sliders, the master faders, <laughs> under his right. No, I think he's having a night off. Oh, um, so we'll be back. Be back shortly. And we're back. Uh, like you said, we should stop saying and we're back, but anyhow. So, Lucy. Oh, I was going to say the, the DAC, um, this is take two, so I've forgotten what I said before. Take two. Apparently I said something about Lucy that was... Um, you're, you're rambling now. What well, you we interviewed her. We interviewed a new assistant to mm. help us in our experiments. And Yes, we did. Sweet girl. Think she'll be good. Smart, attractive. Yes. I think we will get her in shortly. Large um, Do an introduction. CV. Did you bring a CV in? Well, she did. It was a large one. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, well, we need, you know, we need an assistant to hold the... Um, the test gear. Yeah, hold the uh, equipment. And she's got the qualifications. Oh, that's, yeah. That's the most There's equipment thing. holding goes. She don't get any better. No, I was impressed with your choice, Keith. Oh, well, I was lucky. It was a stroke of luck. And 
DAC review, uh, long, boring, but informative. Bottom line is we did a lot of listening, a lot of testing, a lot of stuffing around, and I think um, and did it in the context of a fairly revealing system. So I feel what we what we hear is what is there. Yes. The only sum up I would say about it is if you've got a pair of three hundred dollar speakers and an old worn out NAD thirty twenty amp, you ain't gonna hear any, hear any difference between the whole four. So buy whichever one's the cheapest. Um, so we're back with episode ten. Ten. Da-da-da-da. Who would have thought that we'd make it? Um, uh, episode ten. News. Got lots of new equipment, lots of new models. You've got some out. new models to talk about. What have you got to talk about? I haven't got anything really new, but I'm, we're going to do the waterproof speaker review. Are we? Product is that, review. Is that in the same episode? Why not? What do you think that episode 11, here's just an idea. Yes. That we just talk shit the whole time, the whole episode. No. Just talk crap about dead shit suppliers of which I had to deal with a couple this week so we'll call it the venting issue I think we call it the swearing episode swearing episode. see I was actually going to make this episode I was going to keep my mouth shut but I've had a day that involves me now swearing to feel happy if I'd had a more enjoyable day I wouldn't have needed to use the word oh. shit bum tit and asshole. and um but I did okay and so what was wrong with today? Oh, distracted all day, constantly. As soon as you try to do something, the phone rings. As oh, soon yeah. as you go to check your messages, another phone rings. As soon as you go to hit send on an email to finish off a bit of a response or letter, yes, uh, someone comes in the door. All this adds up to all day, you're constantly trying to remember where you're up to. Now, this is fine. When I was 20, I didn't have a problem with this. Now that I'm 112, I just can't keep up. This I, modern world is so distracting. I did that yesterday. I turned the phone off, walked yep. into the customer's place, Yep. did all the jobs, come back. I had missed five phone calls in 45 minutes, I think it mm. was. High-flying entrepreneurs such as yourself will have that problem, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't ring the, the whole morning, didn't Oh, no. Uh, oh, no, no. We could have a whole episode on how handy hints for small business and how to get customers in. Boil a kettle. <laughs> um, go, go and buy a hot lunch. Go and say you're going to do something. I've got to, yeah. Go out the back and take a piss. And as soon as you do that, the phone rings. My phone never rings unless I'm out the back making a cup of coffee, taking a slash... Um, berating some staff member who's working out the back on some other project, playing Angry Birds on your oh, that yeah, some yeah, yeah, all right, that happens. Um, it's a good game, that I see why it's so popular. Um, so cute as well, those little birdies. Um, what I had something intelligent to say the swearing episode, yes. Oh, I was saying I had a I'll tell you a funny thing, and I hope this guy's not listening. He seems, seems to be a decent bloke, but I had a bit of an argument with a supplier yesterday about a $45 thing part that they'd supplied to me, and three weeks later had failed. And as far as I was concerned, it was under their warranty. I don't think it was ever that good from day one. I think it was old stock and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Anyhow, he said, no, nah, mate, nah, not interested. Don't. I don't. I said, well, I think it was faulty and I think you should give us another one and so does the client if they knew and because uh, either way the client's going to have to get this for was free. this a mechanical part or electronic part oh, I can't really say because then if the guy's listening because I don't know what happened but he basically said three times I don't give a rat's ass <laughs> I said what do you mean I said what do you mean you don't give a rat's ass I mean I'm the customer my customer's a customer. You're the supplier. You've made the money by supplying the part. You supply the product. You're supposed to support it. Yes. Why don't you give a rat's ass? He said, mate, with your attitude, I don't give a rat's ass. And I thought, well, I've only got an attitude because you've got an attitude. I've got a faulty part. I just want another one, and I won't have an attitude. That's I've only got an attitude because you're not doing what you're morally bloody 
obligated. responsible and obligated to do. <laughs> yes. Anyhow, he rang back this morning. He did? Yeah. He was... I wouldn't say he apologised, but he was... He'd obviously taken his pills, and he was all right again. And, uh, no, he was happy, and he sent me a free part. Beautiful. Having already sold me one. <laughs> so I've got a spare sort of thing. It's a long story. I'm not going to... But, but my... I was just saying, should we have an episode where we just... Uh, Slag off. Ramble. Oh, we do that all the time. We're rambling now, but... In fact, I don't think... See, the thing is, we, we are effectively talking to ourselves right now. <laughs> this is the end of the episode. My statistics show that no one gets to the end. So we can say anything we want. And no one will know. No one will know. No one will know about that free CD we've got yeah. left. Oh, fuck the free CD. I'm sick of <laughs> I'm going to keep them for myself. I'm going to tr- use them as coasters. Um, no, we could, we could suggest that Julia Gillard was a raving lunatic. And maybe she is. But it doesn't matter because no one's listening. But she does I have... I tell you what. I tell you what, Julia, though, she has a lot of ability. <laughs> she has a lot of ability. <laughs> She's got a lot of it. A lot of ability. I mean... I have a lot of ability. <laughs> I have the ability. <laughs> Sorry, Keith, you're going to say? Well, that's why we put Lucy on, to rectify that problem. No, no, she doesn't have ability. She has ability. Ability. Um, She's going to help us get rid of those CDs. I'm sure of it. Mm, Yeah, I bet she could. Well, we're back with episode 10. 10. In a matter of days. Days. A short episode to discuss news of the moment. Okay. Thanks, folks. Thank you. We know you're not listening at this point, but we'll thank you anyhow. (laughs) If you want to thank us, go to show at inside-av.com. Send us an email, send you a CD. Yes, ask a question. Post haste. We'll answer it. What does post haste mean? Straight away. That'll do. See you next time. Bye.